Hey guys, this is Zach with Tap Truck Charleston, and you're listening to the Deaf Dialogue. Welcome to week 15 of Deaf Dialogue. My name is Dave, joined as always with Quiet Carl and Wes VA. This week we are joined with the creator of a cool business here in Charleston, Tap Truck of Charleston, Mr. Zach. Welcome to Welcome, the show. Man. How's it going? What's up, guys? Doing well. So... I feel like any interview, we're going to start out, start out with the obvious question. How did you come up with the idea or the concept of your tap truck? Yeah, for sure. When we, um, well, I can't take all the credit, actually, I should say. So uh, we live in a town home and one of our neighbors had, um, originally he wanted to start a bar and this was in the middle of COVID happening. And I was, my wife and I were like, uh, probably not. <laughs> not a good idea um and then this so this was like idea number 10 that we had brought to the table of like hey we could do this we could start our, you know we could go mow lawns we could go you know just we started naming everything we thought we could turn into a business and we came across this and um tap trucks more or less a franchise so we had the call with with tap truck usa and we we're like oh this actually sounds like a legit idea so it just kind of started going from there and um so so like i said i i can't take any credit um because i didn't find the idea i just thought it was insanely cool and yeah. i knew uh with the sales background i was like that sells itself that's the easiest sale in the world Someone's yeah, i'll bring beer to you book. yeah yeah <laughs> for, for those that are listening um what he is talking about is he has a dope ass truck that has taps on the sides of it where you know you park at venues or whatever and people come up and they order a beer and then you literally pour it from the side of the truck it's legit it's really awesome so what you were in sales before this what kind of sales did you do yep so i worked for the stingrays hockey team uh their echl team here in charleston um i, I met my wife working in sports and so she helps run tap truck with me now um but so she had worked for the stingrays for a little bit and i was there for about four and a half years and then covid shut things down and and brought this opportunity up um she had left maybe two years before that uh to go work at blackbod but so there was a period of time where both of us worked together and that was that was an interesting yeah <laughs> culture Kyle used to working with the uh, go ahead, Kyle. Sorry, I interrupted. I can say what he was going to say. I used to work for the Hurricanes. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Up in Raleigh. Um, I was just curious, were you doing ticket sales or are you like box office? Yep. What were you doing? Yep, ticket sales. So I, I started out just as an account executive, worked my way up, and uh, I was the director of ticket sales when I left. So it was, nice. uh, it was a fun time. Yeah, that's a crazy world. I was, I'm designer, so I, not doing that but i sat basically right next to all of the the ticket sales guys and it's not a job i could do all the cold calling and stuff some the inside sales team did and stuff I was the, the cold calling is something i could be the do. worst part yeah no it, is. Way. <laughs> it is for sure without a doubt the worst part yeah what is it who are you calling as a ticket sale like would i just as a regular dude just get a call from you are you calling like companies I mean, so like, it depends. I mean, like some of the inside sales guys might call single game ticket buyers. Okay. Uh, like they'll get a list from Ticketmaster. 
and they'll just start smiling and dialing and you know then the higher up you get on the food chain they'll start being a little more direct for a specific industry and business and targeting yeah. you know like we had one person that was specific towards group sales so she handled a lot of the schools and all that um every team's a little bit different though yeah yeah like the hurricanes had a group of three or four people that just did group sales and then three or four people that just did like just talk to businesses and then all the way up to like corporate like the suite like you know the two rings of suites or whatever like selling to the highest end companies in, in raleigh trying to get them to buy a box for like not just hockey games but the entire arena like the whole year for concerts and everything kind of wild at that level when you're like selling someone like a hundred thousand dollars worth of seats and, and you're <laughs> like yeah this is an investment and it's like i guess <laughs> i mean it's yeah, a cool perk for a company. One day. Yeah, and then you have like those those seats that are like right on the glass, right next to the 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 bench that are like almost always for corporate too. And those are the same thing, like thousands and thousands of dollars. But it drives you nuts because when you're a fan and you're sitting behind those people and they're there, they don't give a shit about what's going on in the ice. And you're just <laughs> like, can you just move? Like, get out of the fucking way. Yeah, that's the worst view though, right there on the glass. Oh yeah, you need to be up in the corner a few rows up or something like that's better yeah yeah that's right what was the um the process if you're allowed to say like when you went to tap truck hey i'm interested and then how long did it take to like go live yeah i i mean thought about this a couple times i i think the answer i keep coming back to is like three or four months um it, can you hear the dogs in the background? Yeah, that's cool. We have a we have a blue healer and a pit bull, and the pit bull will be asleep in uh, five minutes. <laughs> blue healer chases it around, but so anyway, back to the question. <laughs> About three or four months. Um, for a while, it was just on us, where we were like, uh, "Do we want to do it? Do we not?" Do you, you know, just the jump in factor, and it was just trying to like figure out like that. We always thought it was cool. Like there was never any doubt about it um as far as the brand perspective goes like if we were gonna do it it was tap truck or nothing no thoughts of like just doing your own thing. no i mean of course the thoughts were there but it was like well now we got to come up with our own brand our own name our own everything and that just we ultimately bought into the brand that's kind of what sold us on it was gotcha. having tap truck the name behind it um the legitimacy of being in 40 different cities and other licensees that have done this and had success and um, there's a good amount of support behind it, like getting all that started. Yeah. Yeah. I mean like Nashville um, started right. They started in March. So we were like, okay, well pretty similar market. If they can do it. We can do it. Just kind of went all in. I think that's the, <laughs> it seems to be the theme of business when, when you're starting out is just, jump in and you know you got to make that initial commitment and once you do it's just 150 miles an hour from there three to four that doesn't seem seem like a long time for it to actually get started i would think it would be a little bit longer than that yeah i mean i guess it depends on like you know it's not a, we're not talking an outrageous amount of capital or anything like that so yeah um and i'm a negotiator so i was able to structure some fees that were i mean being in covid it was like uh 
guys, we're, uh, you know, not sure what we're going to, if we're going to be able to even get the truck out next month. Like this was yes. in the middle of everybody being shut down. So that kind of changed the the circumstances of some things. And I don't know, I'm a pretty, definitely not a patient guy, but when I make my mind up on something, I'm just like, <laughs> you know, I'm, yeah. that's what we're doing. If the decision's made. How, how else besides Instagram are you, or do you get to advertise the truck? Yeah. I, well, I mean, a couple of different ways. So obviously getting it out, driving it around if any chance I get just to pop around town. And it, even if it's just running silly little errands, because hey, you pull up at any red light and somebody's hollering from across the way, wanting to know yeah. what kind of engine we got in it or it's that that's that's a lot of fun just red lights in general um in this truck do you have the little music like an ice cream truck and then adults come chasing it but no no like loudspeaker okay we don't have a radio so i just take like one of those jbl or whatever the little bluetooth things and we go we go i can't really call it old school because i guess that's new school but yeah so what were you even able to do? Like, since you started in COVID, I, I mean, I think South Carolina was kind of more lax than where I'm at in Virginia, but I'm just curious, like yeah. what, like how hard was it to actually get, get going with everything going on? Not hard at all. Okay. <laughs> and that was kind of South Carolina, but we, yeah. that was kind of one of the things when we started, we were like, all right, what's this going to be like? You know, we've starting a business in the middle of it a lot of the other franchisees that were doing it had to adjust to COVID. Whereas we were like, okay, well, this is already, you know, we have this problem and we're coming up with solutions that are like just the base of our business, honestly, for a couple of months. Um, for example, like we weren't, we're doing some cash bar events now, which involve permit pooling and it's private events are a lot easier for us. Um, but the cash bars, like we wouldn't have done that if it wasn't for COVID. So when we got, when we started doing, I was a little surprised, honestly. No, I mean, there weren't, people were ready to get out. I'll put it that way. People were ready to get outside of the house and, and have fun and, you know, be responsible with it, especially at the very beginning. Like, you know, we're not, not everybody shaking hands and, you know, sharing cups and you just generally uh, having good hygiene you know, doing, doing washing hands, doing all that good stuff. And, um, you know, for the most part, we didn't really run into any issues. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah. So you say private events. Like I got to think weddings are just going to be like every weekend. I feel like that's just the perfect thing, especially in Charleston, just park outside right next to the reception. Is that. Yeah. They're probably just flocking to you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Weddings are the, I mean, we have 9,000 weddings in Charleston a year. So we were just like, okay, on the basic, simple math, like you do 1% of that a year, you're good. Yeah. 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 Have you ever done a dog birthday party? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> a dog birthday party? Yeah. You don't have to answer that, but we kind of want to hear your answer. So, you, I yeah, mean, you we've done it 80 something year olds' birthday party. That's kind of the same thing. <laughs> Not a dog, but I was like trying to think of the most like, I mean, it's in, in the middle of COVID, like we did a couple of driveway parties. Like our very first private event was in somebody's driveway. 
on Daniel Island, and it was a great time. I'm definitely trying to get you guys, once the whole COVID situation has died down a little bit more, we like to host parties here. It would be badass if you guys pulled up in the driveway just serving beer. That'd be, that'd be killer. I love it. The worst part is people pull up and, you know, we pull up and, like, people want a beer. And I'm like, sorry, I got to wait 30 minutes. Like, you don't want what's in that keg right now. <laughs> you don't want it. <laughs> do, you, yeah. do you have, like, roaming licenses or do you have to get you have to get a license for each event? Or how's that work? Break it up into private events and, and public events is okay. really the, the first way to split it. Public events where we're doing a cash bar, you have to have what they call a special event permit, um, which is a complete pain to get, but it's what you have to do. You have um, to do it for each event. Each event. Yeah. And like mm. weather obviously can impact things that, you know, you were jumped through all the hoops to get that permit and it rains and your sol when you do private events though we sell ourselves as a service so we don't include alcohol which is good and bad right like the alcohol we can include a markup it's better profit margins all that good stuff but it's also the headache then of permits and there's not really a good legal permit that's applicable for like a mobile bar like us right now so south carolina is a little the alcohol laws are a work in progress and i'm sure will be for a long time hopefully not but i mean it, when i first started i was like look there's there's nine thousand weddings i mean there's you're getting alcohol at every wedding somebody's doing it right yeah. so like how it's just a matter of figuring out how you have to what hoops you have to jump through to get your result. Yeah. Could you imagine a wedding with no alcohol? I wouldn't go. <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. So no, um, no offense to our brides that we booked that uh no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But some some venues like won't allow it though. You can't Oh yeah. I mean, I mean it's a huge like liability. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's not the insurance on your liability is not cheap either, but we do like that's the cool thing about tap truck is we can literally put anything that's in a liquid form on tap. So I have a wedding booked for November that she's doing hot chocolate and hot apple cider, no alcohol. Like it's maybe a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I'm all game. We've and we do spiked hot chocolate and spiked apple cider. And the spiked apple cider is like we, we put rum in that. And that was like people couldn't get enough of it. Mm. it's good it's good stuff i wish i had some right now yeah this mm. no, sounds like fun yeah yeah uh so what are some of your goals like have you guys set anything out for like a year from now five years from now what's your ambition with it yeah well i got a little uh i got a little whiteboard going in my garage that's that's the hq for for tap truck um and so we got like a one, two, and three-year goal, just of generally speaking, where the wife and I want to want to see us in a year. And part of that includes, I mean, I'm I'm more or less full time with the business, but financially being able to support that from a business perspective and grow our fleet, have multiple trucks. That's that's obviously the general growth path is to get multiple trucks. 
Um, so, you know, I'm not, I'm not sure what we want to do for a second truck where that's, that's where we're kicking around ideas of that. And that's part of the fun of it. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. So I, I go so many different directions. I have myself convinced every other day of like, let's get this and throw taps on it. And yeah. then I start thinking logistics and talk myself out of it. Yeah. Are food truck rodeos a thing in Charleston? Heck yeah, they are. Okay. So is that something you can go to? Is that, have you done anything like that? Yep. So that's where I pull the permit for those. Um, and ultimately, I mean, that, that's where we're learning. Like they're not all worth your time from a business perspective for specifically for alcohol, just because we're, I mean, and and it depends, you know, that that's where you're totally dependent upon that weather. Um, it's 85 degrees and sunny and, and it's a nice evening and people are out kids are by the pool where they're having the rodeo most likely you're going to make some money if it starts dumping a half hour before you're supposed to start that permit yeah. complete waste and the way that alcohol laws, laws are written technically that alcohol that you've purchased is a waste so it's a it's a gamble for sure that's why the private events are when you see mobile bars in charleston it's just all geared towards private events yeah, yeah a lot of the breweries I don't know if they have like specific food trucks that are regular food trucks that come in and out, but I mean, a ton of the breweries, they don't have a kitchen or anything. They just bring a food truck on, which is fine because the food truck, they typically make really good food. Yeah. So you can't do that in in Virginia. If you're going to serve alcohol, you have to serve food. Your facility has to sell. Yeah. So, I mean, they could serve like, like, a tiny little menu and still bring a food truck in, but they have yeah. to serve food. Yeah. That's it. Nonsense. So <clears throat> what, the, what was I going to say? Um, oh, I was just curious, like did tap truck, does tap truck set you up with, um, you know, like the distributors and stuff, or did you go around and figure that out? Or are you bringing in like just local beers or how are you working that? Yeah, that's one. That's where every state's completely different. And so they're, they're tap trucks based out of uh, California. So they kind of have the, the alcohol laws figured out out there and how they need to run the business. But we were the first ones in South Carolina from tap trucks perspective. So it was kind of on us just to figure out a, what the law is, what does it say legally? And then How's it interpreted? Because that can always mean two different things. And, you know, from an attorney's perspective, we had just consultations with them and, you know, how do we approach it? It's it's definitely up to the licensee. And that that was kind of the tough part is like for me, not having a ton, I mean, having four years of experience, but really like I'm a I'm still a young guy. So I'm still figuring this out, right? And I'm like, uh, you know, just okay, how do we I had to take it back to a basic business standpoint um, and just from the, from the alcohol, I'll figure out what does the law say? How, how is it interpreted? And what does that mean for me? And you, we, a couple of our competitors would tell us that we can't do it. And really it's just, you have to ask the right questions, jump through the right hoops. It's not an easy answer to get the permits um but the squeaky wheel gets the grease yeah yeah 
So do you kind of have like, just for instance, weddings or, or I guess your private events, you kind of have a menu. Does that make it easier for you to be like, I have this set, like this is what you can get? Or do you just take requests and be able to make it happen? Yeah, I mean, we can literally like, so when I say we can put anything on in a keg, like we can do that. But so most people know in terms of beer, what they want. Um, yeah. Since we can't provide the alcohol legally, uh, we help set them up with the set the customer up and make the order pretty seamless like we pick up the kegs i have a fridge we keep them cold all that good stuff um but so they're completely picking their menu and what they want um gotcha. we obviously recommend you know uh, the variety of some beer some wine some people want some cocktails but it's it's completely up to the the bride and grooms nice. mostly the bride mostly 100 percent the bride yeah it's all the bride <laughs> Yeah, I, we, beer, we, I mean, I got some input on the beer at my wedding. I was going to say, yeah. I, I picked out the kegs. Kelsey doesn't drink beer. She had her, I'm pretty sure she had a bottle of whiskey or rum or something hidden somewhere for herself. Yeah. <laughs> it, after my wedding, apparently thing. we, because it was at the country club of my family members or whatever, and uh, we were told we had to clean up the next day, which is just ridiculous. And so my family and my wife's family decided to clean up that night. And I guess I was so drunk that I thought it took about five minutes for them to clean up. But apparently I was laying on a couch for like an hour and a half while everyone cleaned up. <laughs> Typical. Just smooth. Typical, Kyle. <laughs> it's good. It was a good time. I have, um, I have a buddy. I used to work in sales as well. I used to sell cars. And one of my managers would, um, not only would he work, full-time at the car dealership but he would also uh dj weddings and he would drop tons of money on lighting and new dj booth setups and all speakers and all all the whole works and uh he was bringing in i mean probably twice as much as what the dealership was paying him just from weddings because he could take all of his lighting stuff he could basically pay somebody nothing to go set up the lighting for the venue and then they could leave the lights stay on the wedding goes forward and everything and then the next day they just come pick the lights up and they're just bringing in that money because like you were saying you know there's so many weddings in charleston and he jumped right on that and i was like dude you know you're all his business it's like genius i'm kind of shocked that no one had it here before you guys it was pretty damn smart yeah there's a couple around that are like they're they're more campers so that was part of like the whole buy into the brand of our decision back to the beginning of like do we do it do we not and i was like dude if we don't do this someone's going to like yes <laughs> like there will be a tap truck in charleston at some point it's coming yeah. whether it's us or someone has this idea in six months yeah so I gotta ask this dumb question, but the no dumb questions. The taps, the taps <laughs> on the side of the truck. Are you? Are the? Are they getting like? I gotta think like pulled off, screwed off, or are you just cleaning them? Like I'm just thinking about bugs and shit hitting them while you're driving down the road. You know, we don't really have bugs hit that. Surprisingly, they don't hit like the taps, and so I don't have to clean those off. Definitely okay. the front windshield. Yeah, gets, gets buggy on the way, and there's no AC in that thing, so I'm usually just a hot like literally a hot mess a hot sweaty mess by the time i arrive somewhere but clean the truck every night after we get it out 
So we, you know, we have like beer line solution that gets poured in through a special keg. And so we run that out. Um, yeah, and we clean it then before we go back out, but it's pretty simple. As long as you keep it clean, it stays clean. That's the key to it. Pretty, pretty simple, but I've forgotten to clean the lines out one night and you go back the next time and you're just like, oh, and it's that like collective moment where you're like, well, guess we're uh, doing a deep clean before we go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, we've all been at a bar when they neglected the lines and you get that, I don't know, skunky, yeah. nasty beer. Yeah. I like to, I, I just actually changed out the lines all the lines for the beer. Um, so I'm going to get in a habit of doing that. I don't know whether it's going to be on like a quarterly or a yearly or some sort of frequent basis just to, you know, they're going to get some discoloration over time. We'll clean them every time still, but I'm a little OCD. I want them to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I would think differently if you showed up at my wedding with like a busted ass truck and <laughs> nasty lines and whatnot <laughs> beer lines that are just like yellow from yeah years of no cleaning and yeah no who are you the one that runs the instagram posts nope um that's all my wife congrats man she kills it all the Dude. photos are edited like really well it's really nice thanks man yeah she um so we had someone that was running it and we, we, uh, I mean, just from a business standpoint, we're looking at finances and like, okay, well, being that, well, we originally had a business partner and now we don't, it's just us like makes us forces us to make some decisions. So, you know, we got a couple months into it and said that was one of the things we could thought we could do ourselves. And uh, certainly I didn't think I could do it. I knew she had the, she knew she could do it. So it's like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? And yeah. Yeah. She's crushing it. It's, we just hit a thousand followers on Instagram. So I was pretty pumped about that. One of our goals is uh, July is our year. Um, the end of July is our year anniversary or whatever. So we, um, on our goal board, we put, we wanted to have 2000 followers on Insta before, before that year. So, no oh, man <laughs> i don't i don't know i mean it was just, when i when i wrote it i thought it was a stretch goal so we'll see that'd be killer though man kyle go follow them right now you probably already have honestly right. <laughs> yeah and then the the next like big milestone for instagram is getting to that stupid ten thousand followers so you can get the freaking swipe up oh yeah what? that'll be helpful you have to you have, have ten thousand followers for, you gotta have ten thousand followers to do a swipe up Man, I bet awesome. by the time we even get to ten thousand, like Insta, if we even get ten thousand, like there's not many mobile bars that have ten thousand. Yeah. If we got there, Instagram's probably going to be dying off by that point. <laughs> I keep thinking Instagram's going to go away, and I just... think the opposite. I think Facebook's going to go away. I think Instagram way better. Yeah, I like oh. it. I just who the heck knows? It seems so volatile. Yeah. They, yeah. Um, I just feel like social media platforms come and go, but Facebook has been around forever now. So I know, but Facebook, I feel like is, I feel like they have done all the things that they could do. And now they're like, what's next? 
we have games you can shop here you can like yeah. literally everything they do yeah, own instagram it. so I think I, good. yeah that's, that's what i mean <laughs> they, they're now putting all their effort and energy into instagram instagram for me personally is i just like it more because you know for me i'm not one to spill my guts on social media for the world to see if i'm gonna go through something then i'm gonna go through it i don't need a hundred thousand people to see that i had a bad day it's my bad day so i'm not like out there spilling my guts where instagram i see none of that i see more comedy i see funny clips and sports stuff and like mainly the stuff that i want to see where facebook is a little bit more personal people can get on there and rant and uh i don't know i like instagram funny better it's just funny you say that because I'm thinking about like right before I we got on this, I'm like, I think I just sent my wife like four consecutive videos <laughs> on Instagram of like just dog, stupid little dog videos. Like. That's what I mean. Like we, we just got back from Disney. My wife started following all these different Disney pages and whatnot <laughs> and learning all these secrets of Disney. And like, I don't know, we're into stuff like that. We're just into being positive and facebook is very negative yeah i i don't get on facebook as much but i'm in enough groups on facebook which has turned it into me just seeing my group stuff on facebook which is actually kind of nice because it's actually stuff i want to look at instead of yeah nonsense from people from high school that i don't give two shits about or something like that. i follow the wrong groups though i follow like really dark and twisted groups and then i'm Maybe like Ooh. you should fix that sounds like a <laughs> yeah, <nightmare>. I, know. <laughs> I get i get sold though like I it's like an ad or like people you might know or groups you might like and it's like okay I click on it and I see one funny post I'm like it doesn't seem that bad so I join the group and then every single post after that is just horrible I'm like yeah I'll just get off of here Facebook in general but I like Instagram though because I'm a I'm a like you like I I just enjoy the pictures like I'm if I if we go to museum I'm not rude first don't really go to museums often but like <laughs> if we do i'm not i'm looking at the pictures and we're moving on to the next thing like i'm not yeah. reading or even the aquarium i guess is a better example i'm not reading about the fish and i just want to see what the fish looks like maybe get a picture and move on to the next fish yeah that's instagram for me i'm like like not like i care yeah. i don't care just move on yeah <laughs> yeah i agree I would say uh, the main thing I use Facebook for is the marketplace. If I need to buy something cheap, somebody's got it locally, probably going to hit up the marketplace. You can make a lot of money, man. Yeah. Just going around your house, finding stuff. And I, I literally had one time my brother was like, that's not going to sell. And I'm like, oh, yeah, let me put it up. And I literally had yeah. somebody come and pick it up for five bucks the next day. And I was like, that's cash under the mat, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. I didn't have to move a muscle. Nope. I uh, I sold a, a mountain bike beginning of the year. And my buddy, who's just a complete moron, as the, not a moron. <laughs> he's just, he goes above and beyond for these types of things. Like just, I don't know. So every time he posts any bike things on these bike buy, sell groups and stuff, he'll just write like a, the most, like on the edge of being not appropriate, like either sexual or just like something completely comedic. So that way everyone is sitting there liking it, laughing at it, commenting on it. 
so it keeps it up on top of the page for the algorithm. And I sold that thing in less than a day because I asked him to write a post for me, he wrote it. And then people were literally messaging me and commenting nonstop the whole day until someone was like, I'll buy it. And it was done. It's like, he, he knew, it knew it would work. It's so funny. Seems like a lot of work to sell a bike, but I mean, I guess you didn't have to do the work. I mean, it's was an expensive bike. I mean, so. True. Yeah. But no, he, he does it every time. And it's almost like people follow him in these groups just to see what he's, says when he's selling stuff so funny those are like the viral ones that you see every now and then that they get yeah like the, or the people yeah. that make like a full-on commercial to sell a used car or something like that i like when stuff's going on right now like with the gas shortage and then people will like literally go and take two trash bags out of there like i just saw today someone posted two 13 gallon gas cans or whatever and just literally took two trash bags out of there little container and put it on the counter and just like that's my kind of humor yeah i don't ever think of that stuff till someone else has posted it though, uh, so like, yeah. yeah same here i would never ever think of something like that <laughs> like <laughs> why i've seen people like pictures of people putting it in open top can like bins plastic bags I'm like what are you gonna do with that <laughs> I didn't uh, even know this was happening. I, had no idea it was going on. And then I, the food lion is like right next to my house, just up over the hill. And there's a gas station next to it. And I get up over the hill and there's this line like wrapped around the freaking building. And I'm what? like, what is going on? And sometimes they do dollar gas. And I was like, oh, they must be doing dollar gas. Cool, whatever. Went to food lion, came home, looking at Twitter. And I was like, oh, oh, fuck. Like that's what's going on. <laughs> And literally every time I've driven out at all in the past couple of days, I just keep seeing lines, like long lines, because people are panicking and buying gas. I'll tell oh, you, what, dude. we go to Costco and uh, only just because it's what's most convenient to our house. And of course, it's Costco, so it's cheaper than in Mount Pleasant. It's cheaper than anything else. <laughs> so we, we went and, you know, at Costco, you can pump on either side because their hose will stretch to the other side of your car. So I'm on the left, the common side, the driver's side is where my, you know, you put the pump in or whatever. Well, I skipped the whole line and just went on the other side. I mean, people weren't thinking, they're just going on the on the wrong side waiting. I mean, there was seriously a line of like 50 people waiting for gas. And in Mount P? In Mount P at the wow. Costco. And you literally, I'm like, you can just, drive to any other pump and literally pull it around your car and it'll stretch and so i skipped the whole line i felt so cool i didn't notice anything until our buddy logan he just bought this uh toyota tundra and you know it gets like 17 miles to the gallon and with his lead foot it probably gets 12 miles to the gallon and he he's coming down to charleston uh tomorrow and he was like i asked him if he needed anything and he's like do you guys have any gas i was like probably <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> like i know your truck guzzles gas but like <laughs> is charlotte low on gas but uh yeah i didn't even notice until he said anything and then all of a sudden i see all these memes and whatnot popping up on the gram people uh hoarding gas Crazy. i guess we're good now i guess they've paid the I, ransom i guess I don't know. I don't drive, man. Like we've been working from home. 
as I fill up the tank in my car like once every three weeks, maybe. If yeah. <laughs> Working from home has been quite nice. L'Oreal's car has sat still for so long, the battery died. Yeah, you should probably start that thing once a week and drive around no, the block. I, I have to. I have to get a new battery. The battery is like done. It's like toast. I got to get a whole. That makes new battery. up for not buying gas for the past few months. Yeah, that'll make up for it. It doesn't move though. I mean, she has no reason. We share the Toyota. It's like yeah. if we have to go. We're if we have to go anywhere. Just take the other car, and that gets driven at least on the weekends, but. Yeah. Most most days it just sits in the driveway. The grass underneath of it has died. It's, it's still so long. We got a we got a new car right before well new to us car right before COVID. It had like eighty thousand miles on it or somewhere in that ballpark. And so I was kind of pumped, not because of COVID, but I was like, well, I mean, we're not going to be driving this thing for a while, so that's right. That's less miles we're putting on it. Yeah, man. Stretch that baby. <laughs> We're going to the wheels fall off. Yeah, That's get right. rid of that car payment and just keep driving it. That's right. Keep driving it. Oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> Minty, Minty, I guess speaking of the tap truck, Minty's been a so when we got that's that's the name of the tap truck. We call her Minty. And uh when we when we got her, she had some mechanical issues. So that was that was fun fixing that out um at the beginning because I didn't I truthfully didn't have a ton of experience in mechanics other than what my dad taught me growing up and um especially not in, in classic vehicles so then when like our a differential went out literally in the middle of my road and i'm dropping differential oil like drop by drop like it looks like i'm leaving a trail going down our and i'm like oh my gosh what have i gotten myself into <laughs> luckily i have a i have a guy that i can that works on on minty and knows you gotta have a guy. Everybody's gotta. Have you a gotta guy. have a guy. <laughs> so did I? That's a good question. Of like, the the truck that you bought is Tap Truck saying you have to buy something in this realm, or is it is that just what you decided to go with, or how's that work? Yeah, well, this one came with some of the marketing, so like they already had a ton of pictures and stuff, and and starting in July, we didn't have time to do a restoration on any vehicles, so that. We were looking for something more turnkey and this this one needed a little more work than some of the others that were like Minty's Minty's she's we're nursing her. She uh you know it's she drives, she gets from A to B, but it's it's like any other old car. It's got you know, you gotta let her sit for a couple minutes and get some heat in the engine and just just some, you know, they have their quirks to them is the only way I could say it. And, and it nothing that really mechanically affects it terribly. It's just, they have their little quirks and each car is like that. But, um, you know, so that, that kind of factored in that just the marketing behind Minty though was like huge just to have pictures of it, to be able to start on Instagram and get a little bit of a head start instead of waiting. Um, and then obviously the color, like that's for Charleston fits right in. Yep. Yeah. She's we were looking at some white cars, some black cars, some tan cars, like just very neutrals. And then when we saw this, we were like, where was this all along? Like, this is it. This yeah. is Charleston right here. Everyone drives a white car in Charleston. They're everywhere. Are there Everything. any events that you would decline an RSVP to? Ooh, that's a, like from a tap truck perspective. 
Doesn't matter. I don't know why else I would think like I'm cool <laughs> to be declining RSVPs to people's parties, but um, I mean, there's we've had to be selective from a tap truck perspective with what events we commit ourselves to just because with some of those cash bars, like, I mean, people will hire us to go out for a cash bar and like an hour away. And we've done those. And then we just get burnt. Like, yeah, we just don't make any money and it. It's not good. Um, so it's just kind of affected some business decisions on our part for certain events, but that's where like, we'll just, we'll have to have a minimum for some events to make sure we cover our butts and, for the most part, that works out pretty well. As a general rule of thumb, if somebody's worried about meeting a minimum, it's probably a good uh, indication on how that event was going to go anyway. So, yeah, you know, it's like, I get it. But, you know, from our perspective, we can't go out and not make money either. So it's it's got to make sense for everybody. So, yeah, we will say no to some people, but I try to let them say no to the minimum and then you know, kind of flipping on them. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. It's a business. Yep. Got to keep the lights on. Yeah. And I mean, we've the headlights on. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I might steal that and use that somewhere. Just tag me. All right. All right. <laughs> so, are you having to do any bartending or anything at these events, or is it just kind of they just set it and forget it? Or what are you doing during oh, this? I'm, well, so that's where Allie comes in. Allie is, I would call Allie our lead bartender. And then I'll kind of secondary that. And then when we need a third person, my brother also lives in, in Mount Pleasant. So I'll hire him out on a take care of him kind of basis. And um, and then actually my mom has literally flown into town because she has bartending experience. And we had an event that we needed like basic more or less a mixologist somebody to come in and do nothing but hand pour drinks all night and i was literally flew her in because i didn't know who else to get and it's a family business nice that's cool so, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, we're, the, we're the service that's and that's what people are hiring us out as you're we're okay. you're hiring us as the bartending service so we have our liquor liability and that's the big thing people don't realize is that like there's a difference between your little party where you just have a, a cooler out and people are grabbing beers and it's just you and your friends. But when you start like inviting more people when it's weddings and just private corporate events, and there's so much liability that gets involved with that, that necessitates a business like ours to in to take on that liability. Yeah. So you, you can't park your truck and let them serve themselves. Like that's probably just not even legally allowed or. Uh, to be honest, I haven't even looked into whether or not yeah. it's legally allowed, but I don't, I'm, I don't know. Let me, uh, because there's a bar where you can, um, you get a badge. This is downtown. You, you can yeah. just get a badge and you can scan the badge and then they have taps and um, yeah. like around this bar. It makes like almost a complete square. It's got three corners. And um, you, you know, walk up, you scan your badge, and then you pour from the tap yourself. So I don't know if it's like a law, a South Carolina thing or not, but I've definitely gotten shit faced at that bar before. <laughs> and they and, do it, and it was for a company. That's solid. Yeah. 
it's the highest rooftop in downtown Charleston. I couldn't tell you the name of the business, though. Not anymore. But it is cool that you can pour your own beer. I got another question for you. Have you heard about Anchor? Because it's free. And it's easy. They have creation tools that allow you to edit your podcast and record your podcast right from your phone or computer, whatever you want. They'll distribute the podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify and Apple Music. So many more. You make money from your podcast with these little commercials. They provide the first sponsorship. It's pretty much the bomb. It's everything you kind of need to make a podcast right in one place. So why don't you go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What wine did you walk in with, Wes? This is... uh one of those monster bottles for like eight ninety nine. Dude, some of the best wine is like cheap. I know, like I'm, I like good wine, but I'm not a snob. It's just a uh, cab salve. We go to Aldi if we're gonna stock up on wine. Yeah, they have three dollar bottles. It's yeah, called Winky Wink, Al. Winking Al. Yeah. Oh man, we'll buy like twenty bottles at once and just stock our whole thing. Oak leaf, maybe. Oh. Yeah. Um, it's fine. I just want something to, so I can stop thinking and go to sleep. So there you go. <laughs> We've heard uh, we had we had one person that specifically wanted uh, Kirkland brand cab sav, and you can literally get that in a box. Like the, Man, like what you like. Yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, yeah, shoot your shot. Let's go. Let's do it. Yeah. You know, my, my mother-in-law or my in-laws had, once all the kids moved out, they turned their house into a bed and breakfast. It was phenomenal. But they would serve people coming from D.C. this winking owl. And they're like, this is the most amazing one I've ever had, just because the setting was really nice. And they're like, oh, man, it's really hard to get. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to plug what I'm drinking, Wes, because you're going to be the only person that can get it probably but have you seen basic city in waynesboro uh-huh. man this is i mean it's over the mountain from charlottesville but this might be the best beer in like the charlottesville area basic city in basic. rinkadink waynesboro all right really good beer i, I don't know if you can get it up there but should probably let you know it. they're in virginia yeah <laughs> god's country God. well when i saw it came across as university of virginia i figured like like hey, we're not supposed to talk about that. No, <laughs> don't talk about that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I mean, the regular Zoom link that came through. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's fine. I'm just kidding. But yes, yeah. I'm in Charlottesville and Wes is uh, in a town. Ball town? Haven't heard of, but people Dixville. have heard of Charlottesville because of recent history. A no. town. Wes is in a town. They have a Walmart there. We do. Yeah. Are you uh, from Charleston? Nope. I'm from Pennsylvania. So when you say Virginia, yeah. actually, I, I go down to Caps games all the time, which DMV right there. That's right. <laughs> so you might know um, we grew Winchester. up in Win- near Winchester. You know where that is? It's an hour outside of DC. Where oh, six, yeah. 681 meet. Yeah. Yeah. I do. Yeah. Are you still a Caps fan? I sure am. 
Oh God, Kyle's gonna go. lose I it. I like to pull this down. <laughs> yeah, there you go. The box of his teeth. It's his teeth. Yeah. <laughs> I try to get uh, our our equipment manager, who actually now is uh, working for the Caps, but this was at the time when he was with the Stingrays. I got the OV box, and I, he was going up for training camp. I was like, dude, I know I've asked some favors, but can you get this signed? <laughs> and he was like, no shot. Absolutely no shot. Are Stingray is still the ECHL team for yep. yeah. Sure. Yeah, when I was working for the Canes is uh, when the Caps won. And so I walked in that next day just smiling from ear to ear, looking at all my coworkers. But um, I also – Rumor has to... it he was walking by them and, like, giving them the suck it But I – uh, for one season while I worked for the team, I also worked games for the league doing social media for the NHL. And so I would be down in like the corner when the teams were coming in and all that type of stuff, taking just photos and shit for Instagram and stuff like that. And uh, just growing up a Caps fan and then Ovi walks by and Tom Wilson and Ocean just like monsters of people. I don't know. I never really got starstruck because I was just so used to it being around all the Hurricanes players, but literally standing right behind Ovi taking photos. I was like, that was, that was pretty cool. But, and he kissed you on the mouth, right? Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was tongue, tongue to tonsils. Uh, it was yeah. in there. Yeah. You learn really quickly that those guys are just either normal fucking people or they're complete assholes. It's monsters. You know, yeah. One of the two. I think very I have Kyle, a few, very few assholes. Most of the, mostly nice guys. Yeah. Well, I got to think I down in the ECHL probably because they're working their ass off. But once you get up there, you have all these entitled pricks that are just like, they come to our photo shoots and they're just acting like they don't have time for us. I'm like, this is part of your job. You need to be an adult and get through this. And then you can go home and bitch about us. Like Kyle's dad voice gracious. would come through. You stand still boy. You, you take this picture. Yeah, like so many people, so many of the players would walk in just doing a simple photo shoot that they did every season and still be a bitch about it. I'm like, this is easy stuff. You sometimes did make them sometimes <laughs> we send guys for like community appearances, and they're just like you said with like picture day, and they're like dead to the world. And it's like, dude, this is your job. Like, yeah, yeah. you're a hockey player. These kids are excited to see you because yeah. you're an athlete. Like. No, I'm being could very be a negative. Garbage man. Could be worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no offense <laughs> to the garbage men out there, but you know. Definitely being negative though, because there are definitely there were a lot of guys on the team that were really cool people and and very good at doing a lot of that community stuff and just like even just being around us staff, like always nice to us and all that type of stuff. So Kyle went to so many NHL games that he got tired of going to NHL games. That's how many games. I believe that. Yeah, was, I, you get, it's you hard get, to think about that that yeah. happens that's the real thing growing up loving hockey and all that and like i never i think this is like the coolest one of the coolest things i can say just from my five years that i was with them is like i never thought i'd see every single team in the league play but i've been able to do that i mean that's not as good as saying you went to every arena or something like that but i i've seen every team play i mean even vegas was a team before i stopped working for the team so um i don't know that's fun no, that's, that's pretty cool but, that, yeah. is, that is very cool i've seen every harry potter movie like <laughs> 10 times 
I was hoping movies oh. weren't going to come up. I don't know any movie references. Uh, do you like music? Yeah. What would your rap name be? Mm. I don't like music anymore. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. It'd have something. It'd be something about dog. It'd have some sort of dog reference in there. Spaghetti dog. Minty dog. Minty dog. That's it. Hey. Right there it is. It's killer. It D-A-W-G. Naturally. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't be a regular dog. I don't know if it was D-O-G-G. Mm. Yeah. No, I'd do a D-A-W-G. Okay. Wes, what's new in your world, man? Well, uh, good the story. Gas, the gas thing was fun. <laughs> um because I'm in logistics and we have three 20,000 gallon tanks on site and we ordered some fuel and the fuel company was like, Hey, I don't know if you saw the news, but we don't have fuel. <laughs> we're like, Oh fuck. Because that company services, I don't know, 75, 80% of the uh, gas stations around here. So we're like, I texted my wife real quick. I'm like, fucking leave work, go get gas. <laughs> Yeah, but you know, we got the heads up that it was good to go. So I don't know. Um, we're we're just planning for this fucking yard sale, which would be way cooler if uh, a fucking beer truck would roll by. But dude, we, <laughs> just saying, uh, we're having there. You know, there's nine hours. Everything already. everything's for sale. We can make it happen. That's true. There's like <laughs> three neighborhoods now connected, all doing yard sales. So if a beer truck, ice cream truck puppy truck anything went by they would make we have we have uh uh ice cream truck that rolls past it's called booze pops and they roll through our neighborhood and they sell like uh b-o-o-z-e that's right you're quick yeah they roll through they fucking amazing all their ice cream is has alcohol in it i know you guys said that the idea of a tap truck is genius and i appreciate that but the guy that created the booze pops, I think, is a genius. That guy's pretty fucking smart. <laughs> because when I figured, when I finally figured out like how he does it, and you're just like, oh, dang, that's it. Like, literally, just because it's frozen, that's it. Yeah, that, that text yeah. ding couldn't have been any more. <laughs> Did a light bulb? It popped up. That was perfect. He's got like the bell. He's just bing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what it, it's I've never had alcoholic ice cream. Like it's because you live in Virginia, dude. Down here hey, that's food and alcohol. They put, Virginia could do that. Yeah. They can't do shit. Down here they put alcohol on everything. But like, do you get a yeah. buzz? You uh, like if you eat it fast enough. <laughs> you build up a tolerance. I haven't had that much of it. I definitely take advantage of it when it rolls through the neighborhood, though. They play the Super Mario theme song when they roll through. It's loud as shit. They and should we, just play. It's also literally run too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we everything stops. We're in the middle of a meeting. We're like bathroom break. Run out there and spend Dave, all of our money. Dave doesn't have a knee, so I walk risky quickly out there. <laughs> when are you getting surgery? The twenty sixth. Literally no knee, just like a gap. It's just a gap. Just, he just floats. 
Yeah. They like have to making one for you right now. Like it's, they have to send the specs off to the manufacturer and yeah, this podcast is paying for it. (laughs) (laughs) Is this where we plug the sponsor? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm pretty excited. I'm ready to get it over with, but then like a week later I have to be in a wedding I'm not excited about that. But. Oh, you're gonna be a wheelchair, Jimmy? Or are you I'm gonna, gonna go crutches? I'm no, nah, I'm gonna go crutches. I don't know, man. Wheelchairs. Then I gotta find somebody to push me around. But then you can sit the whole time. I stood for like seven hours at your fucking wedding. I sit all day though. <laughs> you know? Fine. I don't know. You can always what I don't know how bad are you getting like a knee replacement? Uh ACL replacement. Well, cause see what I was thinking is get one of those scooters, you know, but like, I don't know if you can, you probably can't bend your leg that much to be on the scooter. Wouldn't even know. Do you know what hospital you're going to be at? For that need. What'd you say, Wes? What, uh, do you know which hospital you're going to be at? I want to send like a telegram or something. No, I'm not telling you. Thank you. (laughs) Oh, dude, this crazy shit happened. I've got to record it. I'll send it to you. But (laughs) my, uh, my, my desk phone rang today. Cause I actually have to leave the house and go to work. Um, so I picked it up and it was, I saw the caller ID. It said Hong Kong restaurant. I'm like, mm, that's weird. All right. So I answered it and it was this guy. Uh, he was like, you know, this is Hong Kong. I've got, he was listing off all the food that someone had ordered. And he's like, your order is ready. Come pick it up. And I was like, you know, what's the name on the order? This is a, this is a company that you're calling. I could probably find. He's like, you, you ordered it. And I'm like, I promise you, I did not. He's like, your food has been ready for a half hour. Come pick it up. And I was like, you know, trying to help him. I'm like, what's the name on the order? He's like, you, you gave me this number. And I'm like, bro. And he was like, and then he got real quiet. He goes, never order here again. I'm going to give your number to every restaurant in this area. You are a terrible person. You're a stupid person. (laughs) It was pretty intense. And I was like, am I fucking being punked? So I have, I was like, hey, Jesse, you know. Download that call because that shit is hilarious. I'll probably post it online. It was funny. Did you go get the food? That's what my wife said. She's like, you dipshit. Why don't you go get the food? <laughs> <laughs> was was pretty pretty by the time you get to it. He was pretty hostile. I didn't even know that restaurant existed. So I had to look it up. And it's like in the middle of nowhere. And then I was like, maybe that's a marketing ploy to get people to realize the restaurant's there go check it out you live in the middle of nowhere so i got neighbors now it sucks where my head's at with that though i'm thinking there's obviously somebody at your work that didn't get their lunch that's, that's on them saying. that's on them and i asked everyone like do they not like <laughs> hold on hold on hold on when you say and i asked everyone you out of a hundred employees you probably asked six yeah. <laughs> Guess it's no one's food then. There's probably like 400 people there. <laughs> hey, uh, I got to step out for a minute. Like, Oh sorry. my God. Who steps out in the middle of a podcast? Who steps out? I know. What's your but problem? I, my child needs me. I'll be back. <laughs> oh, sure. Aww. Using the child excuse. Yeah, All right, while, while Kyle's gone, we're going to talk about just talk shit about me it's okay it's okay guaranteed
uh, Kyle made the mistake of not being on an entire episode. So it was just us. Yeah, we, we, we had a guest, we had our cousin on and he was sick that day and we just lit him up the whole episode. Likely story. Yeah. Yeah. I don't feel good. What if you started a podcast and you talked nothing about beers or nothing about weddings? Like that's all you talked about and like brought in an audience that way. I don't know because well, this is a little out of my comfort zone, but like, really, you're doing like you seem really comfortable. I mean, I can I, I can talk to anybody. Like that's that's just I I was I don't want to say this in a cocky way, but I I was decent enough at sales to do it for a couple of years. That like that's just I can talk to anybody. Um, so that just kind of comes natural in that. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not one to like self promote. So I feel like that's where it's like, I feel like I've run out of stuff to talk about. That's where we come in. Yeah. When, when you're asking me questions, I'm great all day long. Like lead the conversation. Yeah. When it comes time for any creativity of like my own thoughts, my own input. Just have your wife do it. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why she runs our Instagram. Yeah. I would be the exact same way, honestly. She's talking about the aesthetics of it. And like the when she first talked to me about the aesthetics of our grid, I'm like, what the <laughs> hell does that mean? That's a real thing. It is. And like literally we've been at events before and we've had other women turn around and be like, oh my God, your grid is so aesthetically pleasing. And I literally, I'm just like, what? I have no idea what this, what, what any of this going means. on right now. <laughs> what do you, what do you mean? Like how it's set up, how it looks? Yeah, how it's uniform yeah. and the colors it looks like the whatever filters being used pretty much the same it's consistent uh, I got you, I got you. pleasing to the eye yeah that's the thing it is pretty dope though if you look at their instagram page it's like clean i want to see the truck in person it's it's fresh but that like means with your grid that as soon as you post one that's like way off it'll probably get a lot of attention or more than normal maybe we did actually we posted one not too long ago that was uh we did a photo shoot and it was like the best photo of the shoot so we got that one early and we ended we promoted that one but it just like is wildfire yeah my phone was literally buzzing every five seconds like this person like this person followed you and it was great it's a good feeling yeah just got to turn it into dollars yeah just need them to get married now Yes. That's what I'm saying. If you did a podcast on weddings and you interviewed David's bridal and all the venues and shit like that, not only do you get to meet the people that are in charge of these things and they start talking about you, but you just become, oh, well, we're having a wedding, so we've got to get tap truck. Yeah. You could be on something. Yeah. That's what I thought I was pretty damn smart for, you know, within the podcast having the idea of reaching out to local businesses like yourself and, and asking them to be on you know big big or small just be like, you know what just promote yourself 100 percent. that's the name of the game yeah now your best move for this podcast was having kyle on i mean kyle ties the room together but he's like when a, when he's here at least he has a shirt on this time oh my god dude he has this wicked nipple like right in the middle of his chest. 
It gets brought up all the time. I can't believe he's married. Mm-hmm. That could be like the album cover of your. Oh God. <laughs> that should Fiddle be that art. <laughs> your logo. Yeah. <laughs> we could have shirts made with just the nipple in the middle. Oh, that's pretty smart. <laughs> yeah, my son does the art. Mm-hmm. Um, like the cover art for for this show. I'll get him to draw like it's just a real fucked up nipple. <laughs> yeah, just like skin background color and yeah. then a nipple in the middle. Genius. Hair? Do you think Kyle has Harry's a he's a hairy motherfucker. He's blonde, but he's oh, hairy. That's the worst. <laughs> like yeah, you know there's hair there, but it's wispy, so you can't really see it. Like a hologram. <laughs> or one of those pictures like they used to have in the mall, you know. Like... Where you gotta stare at it? Yeah, that's Kyle's chest. <laughs> that's what he told his wife. You just gotta stare at it. It'll come through. Zach, when you were younger, what did you want to be when you grew up? Uh, I did want to be a police officer for a long time. Yeah. And I actually looked into it for, I had a weird period when I graduated college and like Kyle would get this at the very beginning of like ticket sales. Like there's just people that you figure out quickly if it's for you or, or if it's not. And so I was kind of in that weird period and I was like, why don't I go to the police academy? Make 45 grand guaranteed, basically, like starting out. And then obviously it's just not a fun time to be a police officer right now. So kind of talked myself out of that one pretty quickly. Yeah. I mean, I I hate it because I I hate that, that it is that way. Like I wish it wasn't, but like a lot of people would agree with you. Who's going to go into that situation now? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's either someone really noble or really corrupt. Yeah. If you're already in it, you already are. That's your career. You've already got the training. It's like, okay, well, it's a lot harder to to transition from there. Maybe you talk yourself out of transitioning from it a lot quicker. But from the outside in, I'm like, I'm not going into that. Yeah. No, thanks. One of my buddies works in the jail in North Charleston. I don't know how he does that shit, man. Like, it's like a maximum security prison they like the worst of the worst like dylan or uh yeah dylan roof that's where he was housing they brought him to north charleston dude north like, charleston's the a worst man. fucking people it's nuts dude i wouldn't want to be a cop because of that take take away you know the the like negative shit you see online but just like the overall danger of that shit you walk up to any vehicle during a traffic stop you have zero clue what's about to happen yeah. and your whole fucking life could be over in a second people don't, people don't realize what what police officers go through and like i think if people just did a ride along with them and it's like you deal with just crazy people that are absolutely outside of their mind and their normal realm of thinking on it on an hourly basis like yeah i remember some of my best customers the stingrays and i got to know them were police officers and it like they got into hockey as their they're out that was like their what what you know they'd play in the adult league they go watch the pros they that was their their release and yeah. like and and a lot of times 
they're working with maybe they're they're probably short staff so they're doing all that stuff with two or three other people maybe on their feet yes yeah. it's crazy and now everyone's afraid of you so yeah like it's even more intense yeah now throw that back into it now everyone's watching you like literally where are you safe at like if you park at a gas station and just sit there all night like you're yeah. probably making somebody not feel safe yeah yep. which is crazy because there should be the protect. complete opposite yeah. yeah yeah and we're three white dudes thinking about it exactly yeah. exactly yeah. yeah man that is not the life for me no and and i i I, it had to be, a, it's a personal choice. Like I wish I could have just because I, I like, that was my, what I wanted to do growing up. Like was just, I don't know why I really don't know the why behind why I'm going to say, were you rescued or something? <laughs> no, <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I went through the rehab program at age 13. <laughs> Did you fall in a well and a cop came down and picked you up? And that, that was Kyle. Kyle fell in the well. Kyle, you do you do seem like a kid that was rescued from a well. And we're back. <laughs> hey, welcome back, Kyle. Is that how we got the third the third nipple? Yeah. <laughs> Kyle, Thanks for that. Kyle, I have a Good. I have a question. Um, I sometimes you... forget we're on a podcast, and I just don't make noise, <laughs> and I just hand gesture. Hand gestures, and... yeah, it's great. Everyone can hear you flicking us off. Silent <laughs> K, okay. baby. That's right, man. <laughs> if you could get rid of any state, what state would you get rid of? South Carolina. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> do the people survive? Do the or do they get the move? Man, um, did you all answer this question? Did this? I yeah, just asked. Waiting on you. No, you didn't. Check. <laughs> Um, I I just I don't think Dave's gonna like my answer. Hey man, if it's South Carolina, South Carolina. No, I was what... gonna say Florida. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it's that, it's that. It is what it is. Or Why? Arizona, maybe. <laughs> Two beautiful places. I just don't. Uh... Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I like New Mexico's. What Pointless. really? <laughs> what the fuck's in New Mexico? Uh, Actually, you know, we should just like give Hawaii or Alaska back. That's an easy whoa, answer. Whoa, come on, man. Whoa. That's... Those are like the two you don't say. That's it, are, are they? Chips. <laughs> Read the room. No one wants New Mexico. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, you give them Maine to Canada. No one would give them Rhode Island. <laughs> give up Rhode Island. It's the smallest. Smallest yeah, state. I'm with either Maine or Rhode Island. I'm on board with that. A little bit of damage, a little bit of collateral damage there. Yeah, oh, but they're still attached. It's weird. Stage three clinger. It's, it's like breaking up, but you remain roommates. It's exactly like that. That's weird. Zach, how long have you been married, man? Coming up on two years. Right on. Good job. Yeah. You better have flowers ready on Monday or uh, be in trouble. Uh, all right. She reminded me the other day. She's like, you know what's coming up, right? Definitely no. Uh, yeah. I, I definitely didn't know. I failed <laughs> that miserably. 
but she knows at this point uh, that's uh part of our relationship is i'm like if you want something you're gonna have to remind me like probably five times yeah speak up like if you want specific flowers like specify mm, that seems logical but i would probably forget what happens no doubt. we're good we're good on that like we've we've worked through that that's just okay I probably wouldn't work in every scenario. Allie's a Allie's a good woman though. Our what, six uh, years coming up. Six, six years? years? Is it really? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Six years, yeah. Are you the longest out of the crew? Fuck no. no. Wes has been married for like 30 years. Coming up 17 years. He's only on 25. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What'd you do for Mother's Day, Wes? Hey, um, shit, you didn't do shit. <laughs> don't, when is that? Don't laugh. Uh, you missed it. Sorry, bud. <laughs> no, I got um, I got her a sign made, and it says, "You're the mother that everyone wishes they had," and then it had all the kids' names on it. And then I got her um, like an asshole. She does keto, and I bought her two bottles of champagne. She can't have those, so I drank both of those. <laughs> um <laughs> and i got her a nice candle which she really liked nice i don't know i tried I to, to like, i gotta mail my gift usually Saturday. i like to like do everything on that day or that weekend but we have two littles that they like me but they prefer mom so i couldn't really help as much as i want them yeah. same yeah it was kelsey worked that same. whole weekend except for sunday and so of course Luna's like just clinging to Kelsey because she hadn't been around. Uh, there's not much I can do about that. Um, no. That's probably what she wanted. Oh, that's true. At that point, yeah. Zach, are you guys thinking about kids? No. Good for you. <laughs> that's, no, that's, that's hard now. That's cool that you guys have made that decision. <laughs> no, we uh we um have restarted our five-year plan we uh we went to last year to the beach with her friend and her friend's child son is just he's a very whiny baby so we were both like you know i think uh we're not ready for this you gotta question that friend too like hey i'm gonna bring this couple who doesn't have kids and i'm just gonna bring my kid along and ruin their whole time and all the money they saved up to have fun Dave, did we ruin your vacation last year? Absolutely. Uh, He's not going to tell you, but he texted me. So that's a hard <laughs> yes. Kyle, uh, no, we had a great time. Uh, hey, I know, know we had a good time. time. We, yeah, we we love it. Helps when you like the kid, you know. Yeah. And we we love you like one kids. of them at least, right? One of them. Starts I won't say which L. one. Yeah. <laughs> I won't say which one, Logan, but. Uh, no, it it was good. I'm sure it was fine, you know? but it was different than it could have been more. Fun. It it no, it was exactly what we thought it was going to be, dude. We drank the entire time, and we sat on the beach. Yeah. And then when no one was looking, so here's what you don't do: you don't invite Zach. You, you just don't invite West to things like a vacation because he has like 12 kids. So then you can't get away from him. Yeah, yeah, then they're everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Things will get out of control no matter where I am with or without kids. 
Hey, speaking of, I was just doing my taxes because, you know, I procrastinated like crazy and we only have like four days left. <laughs> Did and, you send uh, it to my mom? No. No. Yeah. Turbo tax. I should, probably should have someone doing them that knows what they're doing because I owe money at this point, but that's for another thing anyways um how about uh is john's over 17 did you did you lose that that extra two thousand dollar break this year yeah we did um is that a bummer <laughs> my brother my, it just happened to my so brother many. and he owed way more than he thought because he forgot that was gonna happen oh really no, he has yeah. so many kids dude it, you know <laughs> just yeah. makes up for it he turned yeah. 17 and then i had two more so it was like yeah yeah it's like getting rid of rhode island yeah <laughs> No, we have dogs. I mean, I guess that counts as that's like our kids. Thank you. Finally, like I mean, they they really are kids to us. Like she will sleep on the pillow tonight. Your wife on, or the dog? Uh, the dog. Uh, <laughs> wife's at the wife's out table? of town. So I'm a bachelor the tonight. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. And Let you spent your time with us. us. Yeah. yeah. We keep doing that to people. No, this is good. I have proof that I was. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is this an alibi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you could do a murder next. Yeah. Usually, how it works with a dog and a wife is, you know, I get like, if the bed's this big, the wife gets half, and then the dog gets like basically my half, and then I'm left with nothing. Yeah. And it's like, find your own spot, really. So my, my daughter is a little over two and for a good, probably 18, if not more months of that, she was in bed with us along with our dog and we were on a queen and for a part of that, eventually we went to a king and oh my gosh, that, that made a difference. But on the queen, you just like get into bed and you're like, the dog is, won't budge. You sit there and kick it to move and he won't move and then you're like trying not to disturb the baby who's just like if you touch her she'll wake up and you're just how do you go to sleep when you're just like hiding in a corner it's it's good no way luckily i'm a heavy sleeper and once i'm out i'm out but so i wouldn't jump in on this point except for the fact that we're considering making that switch from a queen to a king and it sounds like you were in the exact scenario i'm in where you had basically you were getting the short end of the stick. You, you will not regret re- regret going to a king. 100%. Shut up, Dave. <laughs> I didn't it. even say anything. I know what you're thinking. I just Make look sure at you, you can get the mattress to your bedroom. Oh, just buy one of those rolled up. There you go. Yeah, we bought a, I don't, I don't can't remember the brand. There's so many different brands yeah, now. The ones in the box, they're actually, they're actually pretty good. Not bad. They're nice. Yeah, that's what we did too. We stick uh, or we stuck with the queen. And uh, I don't know why this is the conversation, but yeah. Yeah, our Australian shepherd, we tried to, he's still a puppy. And um, we were like, yeah, we'll try to have him sleep in the bed. And he gets so fucking hot. And he's just like in the middle of everything, panting his life away. Like, dude, can't do it. So. Back in his crate. Our pit bull will lay underneath all the covers. Naturally, like she just wants to be warm. And so she'll lay underneath all the blankets just like a human. But then sometimes she gets so hot, but she's comfortable underneath. And it's like, okay, well, you're overheating. Like she's yeah. thrown up in the <laughs> yeah, before. And it's like, okay, we have a problem here. And you're not, 
Like, help me help you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We have to have a fan blowing on him specifically now. Otherwise, two or three in the morning, he, he would just start panting, wake everybody else up. And then I would go have to sleep on the couch downstairs where it's much cooler with him. But no, the fan has been a lifesaver. Whoever invented the fan, good job. All I can think of is the uh or was it the the Budweiser or the Bud Light or the Coors or the this beer's for you? Like that's that you just you made one of those right there, Dave. This that's fans fun. for you. <laughs> now I'm kind of curious. I'm just like in the, the air we live in, I'm like pulling up my phone, like who invented the fan? Like, I don't know. We have a fact checker. Nope, Zach's on it. I'm I will step this. Kyle's step, taking the day off. This one, yeah. It was just pure silence while we figured out. The that. best part is like when you're when you're goo or when you're looking something up, and then all the other things it suggests. Yeah. Like who invented the fanny pack? I don't know. Great question. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Rogan. <laughs> I'll look that one up. Don't worry. Joe Rogan invented the fanny pack. <laughs> okay. Is it so still a an fanny pack if you wear it across your body? I would vote no to that. I feel like it's, I mean, yeah, it could probably, you could probably wear a fanny pack that way, but a fanny pack is meant to be around the waist. Like, yeah. But like, if you buy a fanny pack and you're like, you know what? Boom. And it like, it's like a strap. It's like a tiny backpack. I guess, I guess it's still technically a fanny pack. Like you're just wearing it wrong. Kyle's our hipster. Kyle, what do you call your fanny pack when you wear it across your chest? All right, so I actually have a fanny pack because I ride it. I use it while mountain biking, but it does not look. Do I have? Anyways, it definitely goes on your fanny. You know, you don't wear it around your chest. Come on. Well, by golly, (laughs) yeah, just you just don't. Yeah, if you're gonna call it that, just commit. You know. No, I I got to a point where I hated wearing a backpack while mountain biking because it's just too damn heavy and. what are you carrying? I call it a hip pack, not a fanny pack. But also, uh, according to vice.com, the fanny pack was invented <clears throat> over 5,000 years ago as part of the wardrobe of the Otzi or the Iceman. I don't know what the fuck that means, but there you go. It's a serial <laughs> We have a fan. The fan was invented by Schuler Wheeler and Ding Juan. Ding Juan. Ding Juan. Damn it, you should have guessed, Dave. So you could have gotten another zero. If you want me to guess, I will guess. Zach, uh, fun fact about myself, I am an incredible guesser. He's not. Zero. I was going to buy the zero. I'm <laughs> guessing. That's a, a Here you zero. go. Here you go. This is what it's okay. going to be. Okay. Um, Dave's going to guess your the name of your blue healer. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Oh, go for it. All right. The name of your blue healer. You look like the kind of guy that would name it a human name. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're already wrong. But if you think that I named it. (laughs) Oh, I got it. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, Is it a male or female? Female. All right. Uh, 
the name of your blue inhaler, blue inhaler is Jessica. Jessica. <laughs> what the fuck? No, it's not. Uh, Do we give hmm. him a rebound guess, or is it just yeah. one and done? Yeah, it's one and done. It's one and done. Let, hold on, let's like expand upon this. Get one hint. One hint. Got a hint? Um, hmm, what's a good hint? I mean, other than that, it's not a human name. All right, Dave, there you go. One more try. I'm okay. giving this to you because, you know, you've only gotten one out of whatever, 13 <laughs> now or something. It's not a human Ooh, name. Wait, I got a, I got a good hint that I think won't give it away. Her name, okay. she shared, and I won't tell you whether it's the first or the last name, but she shares the name with a famous country singer. Not a human not a human. And it's not a human. It's not a human name. That's tough. And it could be the first or the last name. Reba. No. Paisley. Damn. What is it? Paisley. Mm, yeah. See, I was still thinking of female country singer, so I was thinking like Faith or something, but I guess that's yeah. a human name. So. Yeah, no, I guess now that I'm saying that, I'm like, yeah, it kind of throws me off if we're talking a girl dog and a Brad but that, Paisley. Paisley, that makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Another zero, Dave. Another zero. Jealous? I am. You should be. You're consistent. That's right. That's right. Our football coach told us that one time, Coach Smoot. He's like, well, you boys are consistent. You consistently suck. And he's throwing shit. Hey, speaking <laughs> now, of where we grew up, send we me talked pictures. about Winchester and all that, and I completely forgot to ask where in Pennsylvania you were from. Hmm. Uh, it's a place called York. So. Um, so okay. the easiest easiest way to describe it for people who don't know is it's an hour north of Baltimore, just straight shot up. Yeah, my uh, my brother lives in Dover. Oh yeah, yeah. Good old York, PA. Yeah, know exactly where you are. Or my mom lives over in Lidditz, which is more or less Amish country. Like, gotcha. literally has Amish farms in her backyard, and so going home is fun. You ever <laughs> go home for Rumspringer? No, you know, I, those parties are hard to find, man. Oh, dude, the tap truck at Rumsfinger? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? That would be awesome. I can't. Like, oh, you gotta I, make I would, I mean, I would for sure, like, be like, whatever this life is, I'm for it. Yeah. <laughs> like, if they have a tap truck, I'm for it. Yeah. <laughs> You'd convert. So yeah, I'd convert right there. That'd be it. How'd you end up in Charleston? Probably um, by plane. Yeah. Maybe. maybe not. Could have driven. Had enough gas to get here. Could have walked. <laughs> <laughs> he hoarded all that gas. Yeah. No, I um so I, I went to school for sports management and I did an internship in Hilton Head with the PGA tour. And That's then cool. Allie was working for the Stingrays. And I needed a job. So she got me a job at Stingrays and I moved on up here. Nice. Where'd you go to school? Uh, it's called York College. Okay. Yep. Literally lived lived five minutes from where I went to school. I was cheap and cheap and easy. And yep. when I was applying to colleges, they didn't charge an admissions fee or a, you know, an application fee or whatever. <laughs> and it was like I didn't have to write an essay. So I was like, done. Perfect. I'm in college. Nice. <laughs> nice. Back to living my high school senior life, and yeah, my... like, why did I decide to commute? Like this is terrible. But I was already committed at that point, and I was just like, 
I'm not a school guy. I wanted to get in and out as quick as possible, do my four years and get out. Yeah. Did, you have, did you have pressure from parents to go? Yeah, and I think just probably societal pressure too. Of like, you got to go to school. Yeah. Like, I don't know. If I, if I look back, I'd probably say, if I could redo it, I'd probably go military. Not that I am, like, for sure, it just wouldn't make sense now. But, I mean, you, the benefits are huge. And why not? So I would do why it. Not? <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I look at it from like a, I like working and doing physical stuff. Because then I'm like, well, that's my workout too. So I just be, you're in the military. The way I see it is you're just going to be jacked because you're just working out all the time. And I just killed two birds with one stone. I'm getting a paycheck. Then I'm working out. That's what I thought too. I don't know that that's what everybody thinks when they go in, but <laughs> yeah, they, uh, I was an airborne linguist and my recruiter was like, no, they're not really tell us what that job is, but I'm pretty sure you just fly around and you listen to bad guys and then you jump out of a plane and kill them. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's do that. Yeah. Uh, that was not it. I just flew around and sat on my ass. <laughs> I did not get jacked. Do you know about uh, the term? What uh, were you a pilot? No, I flew in the back. Well, so we know we know a couple pilots here in town that with with the Joint Base Charleston, and apparently Howdy. I was gonna ask if you know what Howdy is. Do you know oh, what yeah. that means? I mean, we say on the com radio comms all the time. Yeah, usually apparently in Howdy in in uh, pilot terms that that's like you know when you're flying with someone and you you just ripped, and they're yeah. sitting right next to you that you, you let them know that that you, you let one rip and yeah we say fox two mm, okay fox two <laughs> when i first learned that i was like you know i'm learning they're telling us all about the cool things of the plane they're like oh yeah by the way our our code word's howdy and i'm like what <laughs> like here's what we say when we fart yeah <laughs> like yeah it's, uh, yeah this plane will get you from here to anywhere in the world and with four tanks in the back but uh yeah yeah that was pretty much you just summed up my 10 years in the military yeah that's that was my, my brother was in the army and that's like basically the, the stories you hear is it's like it's the hurry up and wait and like his he's technically an ammo specialist but like literally that meant nothing like he worked in the ammo room and issued stuff and like they make it sound a lot more glorious than it is yeah. He goes to drill some weekends now and he'll literally sit in his car the whole weekend because they just don't have anything to do. And it's like, and he got paid a bonus to relocate specifically to where he's at now. And it's like, y'all are paying people bonuses because you need people so bad. And then they sit there the whole weekend. Hey, Kyle, you know how you just uh, found out that you owe money to the government for your taxes? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to. Yeah. yeah. They're sitting in their Honda Civics all weekend so no, i have a national guard base or not base uh i guess a tiny little establishment right next to my neighborhood and yeah it's like one week in a month it's full of cars in the parking lot and pretty sure they're just sitting on their ass in the in the building like you should go yeah. confront them it's okay my sister used to be uh in charge of that base or whatever it's called outpost i don't know the worst part is those guys don't want to be there. Like they're like, yeah. please send us home. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're doing this for the money. Yeah, it's for the benefits at that point in the guard. Absolutely. Which is hundred percent why I would do it. Now I'm like knowing what I know now, 
Absolutely. Yeah. It's way to go. Um, Kyle. Dave. So Zach, do you have any other uh, recommendations <laughs> for uh, like any other businesses that maybe we should reach out to that you guys have run across that you think deserve a little bit of uh, publicity? Because we're pretty huge. Or someone who's cool. Or yeah, or just someone who's like super dope. Ah, okay. Um, by the way, nice shirt. It's a, That's a great shirt. Yeah. Thank you. Could not throw that out there, but um, man, the, when you said when you talk about cool, I think of um the guy that owns Southern. It's called Southern Smoke Cigar. I'm I'm butchering the name of his business now, but it's a he has an Airstream, and he took it and um it's like I mean it's a big Airstream too, and he pimped it out. I mean it's like a lounge on the inside, and he's got humidifiers and I'm I'm totally butchering his business, but like you and I could sit there and smoke a cigar next to each other and you wouldn't know that nice. there's somebody smoking in the room. Like he's, it, he's put all the money into the systems and he's got a, he's got a really cool rig and uh, actually used to own the townhome next to me, nice. which was really interesting one day when he pulled up and I was like, Hey, uh, you and I were just talking on the phone. Are you really Jason? <laughs> and that's crazy. Like, I see your, uh, your truck out there. So that was, that was cool. when we've like, first met each other but yeah he's a cool guy um i'll have to think on that one and let you know but definitely check him out southern smoke okay i like Sounds that good and cigars i mean that's yeah who doesn't love a good cigar you got the beer truck then you got the cigar trailer and that's right i don't really know how you go up from there but i know you guys will figure it out yeah we're at the top right now so <laughs> Whoever's next. It's lonely up here. <laughs> so I'll flip the question on you. Who's the coolest guest you've ever had on the show? Probably Kyle. <laughs> um, I don't know. Coolest guest? I don't know. If, I mean, our cousin Lindsay's pretty fucking cool. He was cool. I liked uh, Jake. He was pretty funny. Yeah, Jake was a lot of fun to talk to. You've been a lot of fun, too. You're actually very similar to Jake. Yeah. Um, Heather, you already oh, had a question because it was me. Heather was <laughs> interviews. Over. We should uh, we, we should walks off. We should link up Heather and and Zach and yeah, we uh, she's this um fitness trainer in Mount Pleasant who has mm -hmm. like a bazillion followers on Instagram. I like couldn't believe that she even responded to our message. That's how many followers. She was yeah. cool shit, and she's in the hockey. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a cool um, it's called Blunder Bombs. I know she's a big Instagrammer, and she's local in Charleston. But I think I've heard of that. Her name's Helen Hall, um, but she's she. I'm sure she'd be a cool one to interview. Just she's got a cool story, and I know they have this like RV that they literally travel and like go do pop up shops. But I mean, they're big time. They're in Costco now, and shit it's a what is it a blender blender bomb so it's literally like a i don't know it's like a little chocolate chip cookie ball like I, a ball of food i don't know why i said chocolate chip but you just throw it in the blender and it's it's got all the ingredients nuts nutritional whatever they put in, in them and 
you add a couple of ingredients and you have a smoothie. No shit. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. So it's just like this little, they, they look like little, you know, when you get the chocolate chip, um, the cookie dough and you get into that little ball, that's literally what they look like. And then you just throw it in and I don't know what other ingredient I've never made one, but and then cool. away you go. Pretty genius. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to reach out to some politicians as well. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'd love it. Yeah, me too, man. I'm like, why not? Uh, but m- mostly just like business owners, uh, brewery owners, see, you know, how their brewery got started and um, small businesses like your alls that are just unique. Um, and then artists, I really want to find some good artists. We have, um, there's a guy that performs um, downtown. He like dances on the corner of Marion Square. Hmm. and uh i think he'd be cool to have on um or like people that paint murals around town and shit like that that'd be fun i met a really cool artist one time and he uh, you guys might know him he i'm drawing a blank on his name but he basically paints upside down while he's singing a national anthem and then flips the painting around and it's a dick whole scene um dude i'm literally if you if you like just type in national anthem painter on google youtube whatever you'll like he's like the one and the only that does it that's good it's really cool okay joel actually i think his name is joel everson i'm gonna look it up now where you at kyle slack (laughs) i've got artists we can interview you didn't tell me you wanted to do that bring them man I, we can have there's no specific category man we'll interview whoever i'm all for it yeah, i just want to meet cool people his name is joe everson and he calls himself the anthem artist if, if even i mean you guys just got to look him up and watch his it's incredible i can't paint or sing so the fact that he does <laughs> two of them at the same time and makes it makes both of them look good yeah pretty impressive okay Kyle, do you want to like perform something? You've got the voice of an angel. Do you want to sing the national anthem for us real quick? <laughs> Good jackass. <laughs> uh, no. Kyle. Don't have the voice of an angel. If you didn't know this, spreading lies. if you didn't know this, J. Cole's album drops tomorrow. I might stay up for it. Oh, um, man. But I want to. I'll definitely be waking up to it. I am ready. Anyway. So, have you ever thought about growing a beard? I mean, I'm trying to. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, you know what's depressing about that is just literally today I just like trimmed up. And, but like for, I was like, this is my first year that I've worn a beard. And like, apparently Zoom doesn't show that too well. It's a lot. It's, it's not. It's too. It's not grown in. Like you guys have full. At least you and Kyle have like a fuller beard. Like <laughs> it's because Dave can't grow. <laughs> it doesn't, dude. It, it literally stops it stops. I can grow this sideburn. Uh, it'll just keep going. <laughs> but dude, the, the space in between, baby smooth. That Joe Dirt baby. It that is for real. I have the Joe Dirt. 
that shit will not grow. My dad's like a thousand years old. Smooth. Doesn't come in. I don't know. But he's Asian, right? No, he's just short. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, Indian. Dots or feathers? Yes. What is happening right now? I don't, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck he's talking about. <laughs> and definitely feathers. Uh. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, in, uh, in Hindi class, we made a patch and uh for our flight suits and it said bindia punk nahi which means dots not feathers her teachers really liked it they thought it was hilarious one time i drew a picture with a feather on it oh i thought you meant with a feather like a quill no no <clears throat> one time i watched a movie where they used a quill to write letters that's awful so we can relate Zach, what kind of music do you play out of the, out of Minty? Um, I hate being the the DJ because you can never make everybody happy. But I like, I mean, I'll be usually put it on Pandora is the the go to, um, because then I can never be blamed as the DJ. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I usually throw like Jimmy Buffett Pandora on, or I like country. That's, I mean, if I'm putting like my my favorites on, I'll put country on, and, um. Yeah, all kinds of country, old country, new country. I really like the old stuff, but not a lot of people do. Oh, I I love country, but I don't. I'm not into the new new stuff. I like the old stuff. Yeah, but I'm a little older. I don't. I mean, I don't really like when it comes to new country. There's a lot of stuff that I don't like. Yeah. It's kind of I like a very I like the old sound mm-hmm. of country music. That's not yeah. the new pop. Yeah. Style. Yeah. I can't listen to country radio, but I listen to country, just not country radio. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <clears throat> if if I put on Hank, I usually like my other Pandora's Hank Williams Jr. So if I put that on, I mean, I'm bound to find something good between that and Jimmy Buffett. That's good drinking music. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, you know, five o'clock somewhere comes on. That's just a, yeah, party starter. Like, yeah. If you don't have one in your hand, find one. Yeah. Uh, Wes, Kyle, do you have any other questions? No questions. Uh, but dude, great to meet you. I think you got an awesome yeah, business. I'm very excited for you. Um, you're you're a cool dude too. So thanks for hanging out. Yeah. Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. This has been fun. Sorry, Kyle had to leave us, but that's just what he does. Um, I was here the whole time. Wes was here the entire time. I, mean, I guess he technically was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, man. Uh, I agree with Wes, man. It's a pleasure to meet you and wish you the best of luck in your business. It's fucking awesome. Very unique. I really like it. Poet up. Yeah. Heck yeah. We'll check it. Instagram, Facebook, and Instagram. That's that's where we live. Yeah, that's man. Where, that's where people can find us. Tap truck of Charleston. Yeah. Find it. All right. Thanks for joining us. It was good to see your faces again. Yeah. Great to meet you. Thanks for having me, guys. And uh, yeah, let's keep in touch. Yeah, man. All right, guys. All right, fellas. Until next time. Peace. Peace out. Shout out to Zach and his wife 
and their business, Tap Truck of Charleston. Thank you guys for being our guest this week on Deaf Dialogue. Make sure you guys give them a follow on Instagram, Facebook, Tap Truck of Charleston. Beautiful truck, cool business. Go support local hustlers. We'll see you all next week. Peace.